With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't-miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Cain Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Uh, do you mind? We're, uh, we're playing through... Here's Froggy, Brian, Golf, and Wacker. Finally, I don't have to explain where Brian Wacker is. He's no longer in Hawaii. He finally made it home, but today we don't have Brian Golf because he's at the PGA show. Well, you got one of the two Brian's. I do. I have. I, I'm always going to have a Brian. It's either going to be Brian right. Golf or Brian uh, or Brian uh, Wacker. And I'm hearing that soon we'll all three be together for one. So uh, welcome to the Playing Through Podcast. Once again, you can reach us anytime on social media, at Playthrough Golf, uh, at Froggy Radio. At Brian Wacker 1. At Brian, and uh, at Brian Golf on Instagram. Brian's got a really good Instagram. So here we are, big, big weekend in golf that just passed and an even bigger weekend ahead. How about this weekend? How good is this? You got Tommy Fleetwood, incredibly underrated player, or you know, to a lot of sort of casual golf fans. Yeah. Those who follow the sport know this guy is the real deal. Goes back to back in the desert, 65 in the wind out he there. He shot a 30 on incredible, the back nine. Incredible, incredible finish for him. You had Sergio, uh, rather, you had Rory playing well that weekend in right. contention as well. You had Sergio winning in Singapore. And, of course, you had John Rahm winning at the career builder, now up to number two in the world, four worldwide wins in the past 12 months. This guy... A year ago, it's 137th in the world. Now he's ahead of Jordan Spieth. I'm not sure I agree with that or would, or would say he's better than Jordan Spieth right now, but hard to argue with the results. Yeah. Four wins the last 12 months, now number two in the world, and maybe maybe climbing toward number one. Who knows? So number one is still Dustin Johnson, and then number two now is John Ross. And it's so weird. Like I, I, I saw your tweet where you said a year ago he was 137. Now he's number two in the world with that win, and it did strike me as odd. Like I... If you told me to name the best five players in golf, I'm not sure you would get John Rahm. I'm not sure that I would say John Rahm. And I, and I don't disagree with the fact that the, the world ranking points are what they are. But the results speak for themselves. He's won four times. He's quietly become number two in the world and a very, very solid player. Uh, and I, I didn't watch a lot of the career builder, but I watched the playoff. And he made some solid putts coming down the stretch. He did. And, and if you're going to poke holes in his game, you're going to have a hard time doing that. But putting is one of those areas where uh, it's probably one of the weaker aspects of his game. He has a tendency to have a lot of three putts because he's very aggressive with his putting. Um, 
But some of that can also be chalked up to inexperience, of course, last year's rookie season on the tour. Um, but a very, very good player. He was a, a rookie last year. Yeah, good and ball striker. He's already striker. number two in the world. Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, very good ball striker. Hits in a mile. One of the best drivers of the golf ball in terms of distance and straightness off the tee um, that you're going to see. A good short game. Um, really, really just all around a tremendous player. Very, very few holes. Yes, yeah, so he's your uh, he's your winner of the career builder. Now he is the defending champion of this week's tournament at at, uh, at at Torrey Pine. So obviously is in very good shape, playing well, and going back to a golf course that he's obviously comfortable at, and is going to have good feeling standing on the first tee on Thursday. Yeah, of course he eagled to his last six holes last year to win, including that incredible sixty footer on the last. Ends up winning the tournament, and uh, it's been a meteoric rise since. But he's going to be a little under the radar this week, I think, as a oh, defending champion you think? for a reason or two. Why and, is that? Uh, yeah. You, well, why don't you chime in? You tell us. what. It's finally going to happen. Like, like, we're finally here. Like It's like Christmas is coming if, on Thursday. If people could just see the smile on your face. Dude, because you know why? Because to me, golf is so much better when Tiger Woods is standing on the tee box. It just really, truly is. It's so much more fun to watch. Now, Wacker is not a huge, massive Tiger fan like I am and like Brian Golf is. We are both huge, massive Tiger fans, and we want to see him succeed. I want so bad. I want him to win a tournament again. I want him to win a major again. I want him to break, I want him to break Jack's record, but I know it's baby steps, and I know that, to me, a successful week this week at Torrey Pines well, you know what? You know what? I'm going to ask you because you're a much more seasoned veteran when it comes to golf. You've been around. You were just in Hawaii. Uh, you were in the Bahamas. You watched him play. Uh, you got a firsthand look at the hero. Um, what do you consider a successful week this week at the Farmers Insurance Open, Torrey Pines for Tiger Woods? Well, let's just straighten one thing out in terms of me not being a fan of Tiger. Okay. First of all, it's good for everybody when Tiger does well, correct? Including myself. But you're not a golf Tiger homer like better. I am. When Tiger is playing well, for sure, and just playing, which is you know we're happy to see. Uh, who wouldn't be right? It's right. just far more interesting that way. That said, what to expect? What's the real, a successful look, week? Successful week. Probably start at the top twenty, top twenty-five, really maybe top ten. So you wouldn't say making the cut is a, is, is a successful week. Look, he's won there eight times. It's right. a golf course he knows better than anybody. He's had success there. Certainly making the cut would be a successful week okay. to an extent. Does he make the cut? Put me on the spot already, are it, we? It's a tough golf course. Yeah. And, and, if, and you know what? And we're going to go back. We're going to compare. So here we are, 2018. Let's go back to 2017. Well, yeah. And, if you and remember I, at the end of 16, sure. he had played at the Hero. Yep. He led the field in birdies. He also led the field in double bogeys as well, but he led the field in birdies. He came in with a lot of fanfare, a lot of expectations, and he went to Torrey Pines. He hit it all over the field. And if you remember at the same time, he was hitting out of that deep rough. They think that they believe that's when the back issues started. He went a couple weeks later, and then that's when he pulled down, and we haven't seen Tiger Woods since then. So is Tiger Woods in 2018 more prepared for Tiger uh, more prepared for Torrey Pines this time than he was a year ago? Yes, at least that's what all indications are because what we saw in the Bahamas, now look, I, I think you can only take what we saw there with a grain of salt from a score standpoint where he finished, so on and so forth. That said, he was healthy. He looked fresh at the end of the week. There didn't appear to be any signs of discomfort 
Um, I mean, listen, you you he saw play, him walk. he hit a lot better shots this time around than he did the previous time. But look, when it comes to him making the cut, I'm just I'll put it this way. I'll I'll go with what the wise guys say because right. they always get it right, right? Who, Vegas? And, and they right. They say and, no, and they say no. So right. I'm I'm going to go that way. I'm going to say Tiger will miss the cut barely, but so not I, a successful right. week. Not a successful week. Okay. Successful from the standpoint that this is the first step back, truly, because the the hero in the Bahamas, that was really about, okay, the four rounds of tournament golf, the days leading into that, but could his body withstand it, so forth. He passed that. But it's different in that they said after the rounds at the hero, he would go to the range and practice. Yes. And that that was not happening in the recent past because yes. after tournament rounds, he was getting treatment because he yes. was in pain. They said that his walk looks different. Yes. That he doesn't look like he's walking gingerly. He doesn't look like he's walking guarded. He looks like he is pain-free. Do you believe that to be the case? From all indications, yes. I mean, that I, listen, seems to be the case. I know we all know what he wants us to know. And I know we're all told what we're supposed to know. And I understand that you have to take whatever you get from the Tiger camp as that's what they want you to know. They're controlling the environment. I get that. But, but your eyes tell you the truth. You think that the Tiger Woods that we're going to see this Thursday is more prepared to play PGA Tour tournament golf than the Tiger Woods we saw a year ago? Yes. Simply from the standpoint, you could even start at a very low baseline of he's able to practice, which is something he really didn't do much of between the 2016 hero and the 2017 farmers, the six weeks in between those two events. Right. He wasn't able to really practice much, if at all, right. in that period. And we, and we know he's been playing. because and we know he's, he's been playing a medalist. Right. Yeah. So, I he's mean. He played with the president. I mean, yep. he's, he's been playing, and people are saying that it really is. Uh, I've got a buddy of mine that is, uh, that, that's a member of medalist. He says it's unbelievable. He's on the range from sunup to sundown. He's working. He's playing. He's constantly working on his game, that it's a completely different scenario than a year ago. When he was kind of hanging around, he was on a ball count, he would hit a couple shots, he would this, he was that. It's a completely different-looking Tiger Woods. And they say his attitude in general around other people is very different this time. He's much more welcoming. He's much more open to people watching him hit golf balls. He's answering questions. That it is a different person standing out there on the range. And that's great. And and it's been refreshing to see. Um, will it add up to him making the cut, contending? Tory Pines, you know, contending would be would be an be a reach. I think. Oh, Let's be for honest. Sure. You know, a top ten would be a reach. For sure. Um, top twenty five, somewhere in I that think range. That, I think that's a reach. Maybe I a really reach. Do. I I think that would be. I think that would be a successful week. Okay. No, a, I, I'm not saying. Look, top twenty five would be fabulous. You asked what would be a successful week. To me, that would be successful. I think if the guy makes the cut, I think if he plays all four rounds. To me, success is makes the cut, plays four rounds, and sh and is and still says he's going to play the Genesis two weeks later. Look, all, That's success. All this said, you're right, and and you just said the key thing there, the Genesis two weeks later. To me, this is this is where it all starts. Hero was nice. It was good to see him make it through four rounds. He showed some flashes of brilliance. Yeah, I mean that two iron that he yeah, hit, I mean, tremendous. Was, but that was that right. was old school. That Tiger was old Woods. Tiger right there, right? And he still so he's still got that in him now. Can he put things together for four rounds when he's playing regularly, when he's practicing regularly? That's the question we don't know the answer to. We're going to find out starting this week at Torrey Pines. 
which to me that's that's this is where it all starts this this is where everything begins for tiger and if he can get through this week make the cut get into the top 25 that would be a absolutely successful week do i think he makes the cut look it's a very different golf course than albany much more difficult um how many guys one of the make hardest, the cut? one top 70 ties top 70 and ties okay. so Look, it's a, it's one of historically one of the hardest courses on tour every year. The South course of tour, they play both, right. the North and the South. The South is tougher. Um, is it tough because it's narrow and the rough? And the well, rough it's it's just a hard golf course all the way around. Right. It's it's a big boy golf course. He's got to be able to drive yeah. it straight, drive it long. He's got to he be is, able to hit it straight. He is hitting it long. Yeah, and let's be honest. We we saw ball speeds, and this is with the old equipment. We saw yeah. ball speeds uh, in the Bahamas of one eighty plus, one eighty, one eighty one, which I mean. I saw a, a graphic of guys like Sergio Garcia and Justin Rose last year didn't have one ball speed of one over 181, and this guy's hitting 181. Now, that was with the older equipment. The, uh, Taylor made is saying that with the new M3 and M4s, he's picked up a couple miles per hour ball speed. So he was hitting it past Justin Thomas at, in, uh, you know, at the Hero in the Bahamas. So he definitely does have the speed. It's just can he hit it straight? Because I've never been to the golf course in the Bahamas. You told me it is wide open. You can miss it, and you can still hit it again. Yes, absolutely. There's basically no rough, wide fairways, much different much different golf course. And than he Tory did have Pons. a couple misses. He did have sure. a couple. I think the one on 15, 14 or 15, he missed. He, he blew way right. Now, that wasn't every day. Saturday was a little rough, but if you remember, Saturday was rough for a lot of players. He came back on Sunday, which to me was different. I feel like the Tiger we've seen in the past after Saturday's round would have quit and mailed it in on Sunday. He came back and grinded away to finish good on Saturday, finish good at the end, and he came back on Sunday and played very well. So it really feels like it's a different guy that's out there this time that I think he finally feels like, hey, my body's going to cooperate. Maybe I can do this again. And I think we'll see it in the short game in particular. Um, I think he'll be able to avoid some of the – disaster shots he's had of the past in the recent past um, where he struggled with that. The short game appears to be in better shape than it was a year ago. Um, the rest of the game, like you said, look, it's going to be about him driving the ball fairly well, but look, he's never been the straightest no. driver of the golf ball. No. So to me, it's going to, it's really going to come down to iron play and short game with him. Um, and if he can tighten up the short game and avoid any disasters, like a big there, number, yeah, yeah, a, a bladed chip, a fat chip, that sort of thing, three putts, etc. Um, Us, he'll be fine. Yeah, if he can just avoid doing things that yeah. we do, then right. he'll be fine. Which is, if you remember, when he made that comeback in, I think it was twelve or thirteen. No, it wasn't thirteen because thirteen he won five times. Maybe it was fourteen, 14. or fifteen. I mean, he was blading and fatting, and he, I mean, my. My short yeah, game is as bad. Phoenix Open. Sure. Yeah, I mean yeah. that was really, really bad. So I'm looking here at the Vegas odds, and they've got odds on everything you can imagine. Will he find the fairway with the first tee shot? Uh, yes, is at minus 180. No, is at plus 145. Uh, finishing inside the top 10. Yes, is at plus 350. No, is at minus 550. So, what's the favorite? The minus or the plus? I don't understand Vegas Vegas odds when it comes to that. Yeah. So so the minus is the is the positive yeah. is the is the favor. All right, so they're saying he will hit the fairway. Uh they're saying that he will not finish in the top 10. Uh total birdies on the week over under is six and a half. That seems Ooh. awful low. That seems low. Well, six and a half look, birdies in a week. If he misses the cut. Yeah, but I mean in 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 36 holes, he's going to play 36 holes now unless he's injured. See, that's the thing is that you don't you don't really know the total to expect. 
But if he misses the cut, there might not be so many birdies. Right. Now, so. it says Wood is, Woods is listed at plus 4000 to win the event. So that means if you put down a dollar, you win 4000 That seems uh, a lot. Something to that effect. Not, not quite, but yeah. It's it's uh, it's a little worse, little little higher than that, but long shot to win the tournament. Right, for right. sure. Now there are also odds on his season, his whole season, the over under on the total number of cuts made. What do you think it is? Over under on total cuts made for the whole year that he'll play. Well, he'll probably play. Well, he's already on 16 schedule. Sixteen events. He's on schedule for two events now, right? Yeah. And no, I'm thinking, well, yeah, I'm thinking that if this works well and Genesis works well. Honda is going to be the next time we see him, correct? Right. Okay, so sure. that'll be the Honda. But anyways, total over-under on cuts made for the year is four and a half. That seems low. That seems low. That seems very low if he's playing as well as he did in the Bahamas. Uh, odds of winning a PGA Tour or Euro Tour event in 2018 are yes, is plus 1,700, no, minus 4,000. So if you think he will or won't win at all. Uh, odds of winning a major are plus 3,000, Yes, minus 7,000 for no. So I don't think he'll win a major. And shooting 80 or worse in a round. Will he shoot 80 or worse in a round? Yes, is minus 130. No, is plus 100. So uh, Vegas uh, odds makers believe he will shoot over 80 in a round at some point this year. Boy, on the PGA four and a half cut. I, I'm just still going back to that. What, four and a half cuts? Is that, that seems low. That seems low. That seems really low, especially yeah. if he's playing like he did. I mean, the guy in the Bahamas would would make more than four and a half cuts. Yeah. I mean, uh, he was hitting the ball yeah. well. You got to remember, at one point, remember the internet almost broke. I saw your tweet. Uh, he was leading the golf tournament on Friday in the Bahamas. So yeah, four and a half. Seems very, very low. And the yeah. new equipment seems to really be working well. The guys that have used it so far, we've seen Tommy Fleetwood win with the new uh, M3, M4 driver. We've seen Dustin win. Dustin played pretty well in, uh, in um, Abu Dhabi. Uh, we saw Rory contend. John Rahm won. So the new tailor-made equipment, does seem to really be working well. And they're saying Tigers picked up ball speed with the equipment as well. So, you know, I would like to think that the four and a half number seems really low. If if I was going to partake in some uh, Vegas gambling, I would definitely take the over in the cuts made at four and a half. Agree? Yes. Yeah, I mean, I he's, definitely gonna, yeah. he's definitely going to make more than four and a half cuts. So, I think a successful return this week is make the cut, and be able to play Genesis. To me, that is success. Now, if he doesn't make the cut, I don't think it's a total failure. I think if he doesn't make the cut, but he still goes and plays Genesis, that to me is still further than we were last year. You got to remember, what? Well, March, April. Was it Memorial Day weekend? The DUI? Yes. Memorial Day weekend, the guy thought he was in Los Angeles and he was driving in Palm Beach. And admittedly had a pain pill problem and was taking Ambien and had earlier said before the surgery, he couldn't get out of bed. He couldn't sit in a chair. He, he couldn't go to eat. He couldn't drive a car. I mean, this is a guy that a year ago, less than a year ago, couldn't get out of bed. And now we're talking, now we're sitting here debating whether he's going to win a golf tournament again when he told us himself that he didn't know if he'd ever play again. Yeah. Look, he's come a mile, a mile from where he was a year ago. I mean, was there a time so, you thought he'd never play again? Yes. There is. There was yes. a time you never thought Thursday was going to happen. Yes. Right. And it, and it, so you don't know what to think. It's hard to judge him because you really don't know. I, I, I don't know if when he tells us he feels great, if he really does. I, I You don't know. You, you only know what he wants you to know and then what you see. 
But what you saw in the Bahamas with your own two eyes was encouraging. Certainly more encouraging than a year previously in the Bahamas where he played well, led the field in birdies. But he led the but, field in doubles. Yeah, and and hit some squirrely shots along the way and, and looked to be kind of struggling through the week physically. This time around, there was no real sign of that. I think he's in a better place physically, a better place mentally. Um, he seems to have embraced this role of kind of taking the younger guys under his wing. You hear about it all the time, him playing at medalist with Rory and Justin and other guys. Um, you know, they seem to have reinvigorated his desire maybe. Yeah, I mean, um, uh, now I, I know he played with President Trump. Yep. And Brad Faxon and uh, Dustin Johnson. Uh, somebody else, in a, some, somebody I know got invited to that round and couldn't go. Not uh, me. Um, so he, according to Brad Faxon, was out driving Dustin. Now, Dustin did have something to say about that afterwards. <laughs> Dustin, <laughs> Dustin kind of, you know, well, let's. Yeah. yeah. He did kind of say, hey, let's listen. Temper that a bit. Yeah, let's yeah. temper it. But obviously, he was hanging with Dustin. Sure. So, and I mean, look, he was hanging with with Justin Thomas in the Bahamas. Yeah. Length, length has never been an issue for Tiger. It was last year. He didn't have the speed. He did not have the speed last year that he appears to have again. That two iron that he – it was a three wood. There was another three wood he ripped into a green in the Bahamas where he had that recoil. Remember the old school sure. swing through and recoil? He had that again. I didn't think we'd ever see that again with this back. And And we may not see that week after week for him – Every right. start, it's really going to be about what he does from Torrey Pines on, whether he's able to continue to play, continue to make starts on a regular basis. We took a look at a probable schedule for him, We're looking at I think five starts over an eleven-week period, which is a you know last year be, we were talking about four in, in five weeks at one point. Right. So you're talking Torrey Pines, which is laughable. Genesis, Honda, Bay Hill, Bay Hill, and then does and he Augusta. play Tampa? Does he does he play Tampa to no. get reps as he calls it to get reps to get ready for Augusta? Does he play the Shell it. Houston Open to get ready for Augusta, or is that after? No, that, that's, that's the week before. That's the week before. Does he play that to get ready? I, he's never done that before. I, this is a guy who is the yeah. biggest creature habit in, in sports. Is he is? Uh, he. I don't think he's changing. So you think we see him at five starts in eleven weeks? Yeah. Now look, if he plays well enough, which would mean basically winning finishing second, et cetera, in these first couple of starts. You can get into the WGC to, Mexico. Right. You can get into the two WGCs, or at least one. And um, there's two before the Masters, the match play in Mexico. But um, that's probably wishful thinking. Right. Um, you know, so five starts in 11 weeks that includes the Masters, it's probably realistic. Right. All right, so you know I'm not the only one excited about this comeback, right? You know I'm not the only one. Like last night when uh, Tom Brady won – the AFC Championship game, they were asking him, was your hand bothering you? And Tom Brady managed to work Tiger Woods into the press conference. I'd rather not wear it, but um, I think it sounds kind of arrogant to say, oh, yeah, it bothered me when we had a pretty good game. So I wouldn't say that. It's like when Tiger Woods said, like, that was my C game and he won the tournament. <laughs> Which happens, by the way. He probably has won a tournament with his C game. But even Tom Brady is excited to have Tiger Woods back on the golf course. Why wouldn't we be? Why wouldn't Tom? Why wouldn't the rest of us be excited? It's so much better when he's on the golf course. All right, so real okay. quick, in closing, I'm going to put you on the spot. What do we get from Tiger Woods next week when we sit here on a Monday and talk about the recap? What are we going to say about Tiger Woods? Where will he finish? Will he make the cut? You know what? I'm just going to make it easy. 
You say no on making the cut. No. You say no. No. I say he makes the cut. We'll talk to you next week. I think you've had enough. Playing through. No. Now you've had enough. With Froggy, Brian Golf, and Wacker. Bitch. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Cain Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.